0: It'll begin soon. Hey, everybody, get in here. It is time again for the Sean Yankee Show. I am Sean, and this. Is the Sean Yankee Show. So no matter where you're at or when you're listening, you are right on time and in the right place. We are live right now, though, on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. And what this is, is a discussion-driven chat show for anyone that's new. And we only have one rule. If you're new, you have to say hi. You have to let us know you're here. Take part in the conversation. The best peeps on the internet hang out here. You'll have a great time. But tonight what we're doing is conspiracy theories and chill on Wednesday nights on the Sean Yankee show. We hang out and talk about conspiracy theories and it's a lot of fun. But this is a special night because we have a premiere of a brand new conspiracy theories and chill video, an original video, an original theory. Even this was Paul's The Midnight Rider, his theory about Tesla in the New Yorker Hotel tonight. We're going to premiere part two. Of this theory. And that's what's going on tonight at the Sean Yankee show. Tomorrow night at the show, we have Yankee rants. And what that is, is I rant. I pick out about five or six things to vent about and vent my frustrations, get my head all clear for Friday night. And then you guys complain about whatever you want. We talk about that, have our regular conversation, get ready for Friday, because Friday night we have a special event. Friday night, Tony Smith is our guest. Tony Smith is coming on Friday night, and we'll be talking about whatever Tony wants. He has free reign, so that's going to be great. Come back for that. And that's all I need to talk to you about. Any other announcements we'll talk about later. We got a lot to get to. A lot of show to get to. Uh, Real quick, I wanted to announce that Hell has a brand new war criminal. Donald Rumsfeld checked in today. And I'm very happy about that because I feel like these people that are in the big club, you know, the one we're not in, they don't pay on earth. They pay though. So it's it's time to pay that tab, Donald. Welcome to hell. I hope you have a great time. Let me say hi to everybody that's here at the show and get us started. Hey, Helen, Joan, Lolly, how are you? What's up, Ro, Nissa, hey, Tracy, Hugh. Lee's here, Diane, all right, Paul's in the house, good man, this is your video, you better be here, and you better share this out like crazy, this is a ton of work in this video. Rose excited, yes, I love Tesla myself, very, very interesting dude, there's a lot to get into with him, we'll probably revisit Tesla at some point. Hey Roseanne, how are you, how's it going Aaron, you're right about that sir, Smash them shits. That's the whole reason why Aaron's here. He enjoys it. It's a lot of fun. I love it, but I love to see it more than that. It helps the show. If you smash them shits on Facebook, right now I'm only talking to the Facebook crowd. It counts them every time. You hit the blue like button, counts it. You hit the heart button, counts it. After the show, it tells me exactly how many times each button was pushed. But those little button presses help trick the AI and help us get out and seen by more people. It makes it seem like something super exciting is going on in here. Hey, Nicole, how are you? That's my partner, Paul, from the Morning Yank, our morning show. Every Tuesday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern, the Morning Yank. It's my favorite. And Ron, you're right. I'm welcome. But you're right. Sharing is caring. Please get this out. Share this out Everywhere. Everywhere. It's going to be a great night. Not only are we going to be talking about conspiracy theories. Anything you want, by the way. Anything. We're watching a brand new video. A video series. The first time we've attempted a series. I'm very proud of this. And I love the way it's turning out. So I can't wait to share the whole thing with you guys once it's all complete. Hey, Kristen. Melissa. Finish saying hi. There's a lot of people here. All right. So... Yeah, bring a plate if you're cooking bring me a plate melissa's quite the chef you know there's another chef that it hangs out around this show there's there's a lot of talented and great people the vi peeps some of the best people on the internet and we have an event coming up to support the show and anybody that can help support the show please do by getting a ticket to this event or buying a shirt or anything and tons of ways to do so in the Support Us tab on the show.com. You can find multiple ways to support us. Um, but anybody that is a supporter of this show, and that means ever. So you're a patron, you donated to the show before, you bought a t-shirt, a sticker, made a purchase, anything, you're a supporter of this show, you are now in an exclusive group that is only for supporters of the show. And then it'll have like private feeds, different things, bonus stuff for supporters. Regular shows will all still be in the same spots. But if you got an invite to a group, that's what it is. And if I haven't gotten to you yet, it doesn't mean I'm not going to. I'm still working on it. I just made this group today. And then also the event coming up is exclusive. So it will only be happening in a private group. And that's the only way to get in. But uh, a A viewer, and let me know if I can say who. I don't know if I can say who. I didn't ask. But a viewer of the show, one of the VIPs themselves, bought a pack of tickets. Five tickets. And we're going to give those away. And I'm still trying to decide how to give them away. But five people are coming. Whether they buy a ticket or not, they're getting in. Because a, a, a viewer, a supporter of the show... Purchased a block of tickets they wanted to make sure people got to come So we're going to give away five tickets I'm excited about that Aaron just got two shirts today Which two did you get? I still want tits And I want the, the hoodie I, I really want the hoodie But now it's going to be summer I'll probably wait and get it for Christmas maybe I'll ask Babels for it for Christmas And then I want uh, Live your dreams I still don't have live your dreams I still need the Conspiracy Theories and Chill shirt. I really want all 14. We have 14. I negotiate my weave first, Melissa said. Uh, You have to. Prioritize. Prioritize. Ron is the sponsor that that bought the tickets to give away. And I think that's really nice of Ron. But we're going to give them away. I'm going to figure out something fun. And we'll do that, and I'll make sure that people that really deserve these get these passes, because this is also going to put you in our exclusive group. And, you know, it's just an uncensored place. We can share stuff and gather. It's, you know, just for fun. It's neat. You got tits in the Armado shirt? Did you use the promo code? There's a sale right now. You enter the promo code HEATWAVE, and you get 10% off. I love this shirt. Scooby, I lost it for a while. It was missing. It was missing in action. And me and Babos did some deep cleaning on the house and it turned up. So yeah, this was one of my collection I thought I had lost. We got a dumpster fire? Is there a dumpster fire? What's happening? I want to make sure we're not having a dumpster fire. I was getting ready to get us into the video, but I don't want to start if we're in flames. So, let me make sure we're okay. Puff, puff, pass, Michael and Joy. Hey, that's what I'm going to be doing with you. I'm going to be peeping out during the video. I love peeping out with you guys. You got the motto shirt and two cannabis sewer. Diane is the one that came up with cannabis sewer. No dumpster fire, just weed smoke. Get ready. Get ready. It's time. It's getting ready to be time. I've been waiting all day for this. It's taking everything in me to wait a second. But I want to give you time. I want to give you time to share, like, settle in, roll up if that's what you're going to do. Get your drink ready. If you're Melissa's house, get your plate. Get ready because we're going to peep out. All right. Are you guys ready? Okay. It is Wednesday night on the Sean Yankee show. And on Wednesday nights, it's time again for Conspiracy Theories and Chill. So it's Wednesday night. It's finally time to premiere the brand new video. I've been working on this series forever. Matter of fact, I didn't know how to tackle this project. It started off uh, on our polls. You know, how we pick all our topics with a poll. And Paul put this on the poll. This is his theory that the New Yorker Hotel has actually got a secret laboratory and it was built for Tesla. Custom designed for him. He didn't just live there. He operated out of there. It's a great theory. And um, I don't know 100% this is true. But I did the best I could presenting Paul's theory and looking into it. And we're going to be looking at what we have. What, what I have to show you about how maybe this hotel has more to it than we've been told. And the final years of Tesla's life may have been a little different. Than what we've been told So tonight is part 2 We'll be watching part 2 in the series And let me get ready To bring the video in After the video I will be right back with you guys So we can discuss and talk about anything you want It's uh, Conspiracy Theories and Chill On the Sean Yankee Show And if you guys are ready It's time to watch the video Now part 1 is going to play first So to bring you up to speed And then it'll go into part two. Okay. All right. And I'll be back with you after. I'll be over there peeping out with you during. Nikolai Tesla. Most likely the most brilliant and prolific inventor to have ever lived. A man a century ahead of his time. Over 700 patents to his name. Nikola Tesla is personally responsible for the majority of mankind's greatest technological advances. Despite all of his life's many achievements, this great man is said to have died poor and alone living out his final years in two small rooms at the New Yorker Hotel. But what if there is much more to Nikolai Tesla's story? Was his nearly nine years spent living at the New Yorker something else entirely? What if there is a hidden secret behind the New Yorker Hotel itself that explains why Tesla decided to choose it as his final home? Maybe instead of Nikola Tesla just renting out these two rooms in the New Yorker Hotel, the truth is that the New Yorker Hotel was in fact built specifically for Tesla to be his home and personal laboratory. And maybe Tesla's life and true works haven't exactly been presented to us honestly. Is it possible that Nikola Tesla was working secretly for our government And that this hotel that still stands today, hides many secrets that are related to Tesla's missing work, as well as reveals some secret work behind the scenes done in the shadows. While hiding in plain sight behind manufactured obscurity, Tesla could have actually been much more successful than we've been led to believe he was. And this hotel just may have been his ultimate personal scientific laboratory. So, on this episode of Conspiracy Theories and Chill, we're going to begin a series looking into what we know of Tesla and his final years living at the New Yorker Hotel, as well as looking into the hotel itself to see if this particular theory that we have put forth has any merit to it. So let's begin our journey through this rabbit hole with what we already know so far. In this theory, we're just going to be focusing on Tesla's time spent living at the New Yorker. In 1934, Nikola Tesla moved into the New Yorker Hotel. And it's said that the Westinghouse Electric and Manufacturing Company began paying him $125 a month, as well as paying his rent in the hotel. Expenses that the company would pay for the rest of Tesla's life. Now, accounts of how this came about vary. Several sources say Westinghouse was worried, or maybe warned, that potential bad publicity surrounding the impoverished conditions under which their former star inventor was living could get out and be bad for them. So the payment has been described as being couched as a consulting fee because Tesla had an aversion to accepting charity. And on January 7th of 1943, at the age of 86, Tesla died alone in room 3327 of the New Yorker Hotel. His body was later found by maid Alice Monaghan after she entered Tesla's room ignoring the Do Not Disturb sign that Tesla had placed on his door two days earlier. The medical examiner examined the body and ruled the cause of death to be coronary thrombrosis. Two days later, the FBI ordered the alien property custodian to seize Tesla's belongings. Even though Tesla was an American citizen, John G. Trump, a professor at MIT and a well-known electrical engineer serving as a technical aide to the National Defense Research Committee, was called in to analyze the Tesla items, which were being held in custody. And after a three-day investigation, John Trump's report concluded that there was nothing which would constitute a hazard in unfriendly hands, stating that Tesla's thoughts and efforts during the last 15 years were primarily of a speculative, philosophical, and somewhat promotional character often concerned with the production and wireless transmission of power, but did not include new sound workable principles or methods for realizing such results. The FBI was very worried about what Tesla may have been working on, specifically a death ray he had claimed to have invented, and they were watching him very closely throughout the last years of his life. And we will return to this aspect of the story as well later on in this series. The New Yorker Hotel itself was built in 1930, and the 43-story hotel was considered to be prestigious and luxurious for that time, so this could be the reason Tesla chose to live in the hotel, or it could be because the New Yorker Hotel had its own private power plant. Now we will get into even more oddities later on in this series, but yes, the New Yorker Hotel has a rather large DC power plant. Deemed a scientific milestone by the Institute of Electrical and Electrical Engineers for having the largest DC generating plant in the United States, capable of powering a city of up to 35,000 people, it kept the hotel fully operational and off the power grid for the first 30 years that it was open. Now that is interesting and noteworthy for sure, and while the knowledge that the hotel having its own powerful power plant definitely explains why Tesla may have chosen to live in the hotel, Does it explain why the hotel would have had it? This power plant could have ran downtown New York in its time, providing much more power than the hotel would ever need for itself, and by a lot. Plus, it was enormous, taking up a great deal of valuable space in the hotel, nearly three floors. So why would they expend so much of their $22.5 million budget installing an enormous power plant that they'd never need and couldn't use? extremely odd, for sure, and we will definitely be coming back to that point when we get to exploring all the other oddities and connections between this hotel and Nikolai Tesla, and even the New Yorker Hotel itself. So, the New Yorker was a very high-end hotel. You always hear that Tesla died poor, and while for the most part that's true, especially when compared to how much of humanity's advancement that he is personally responsible for, But he wasn't exactly living in poverty. He had money somehow, obviously, but didn't live in extravagance. In my opinion, adding to the mystery here. But these were just rooms in the hotel, not suites, just basic, and actually very small rooms. A lot of the accounts will sell it to you as suites to make it sound fancier than it was. But as you can see in these images of the actual rooms that Tesla lived in, there is hardly any living space at all, and really only room for the bed and a little bit of furniture, but not room for much else. Now, of course, he would have had access to all the anemities of the hotel as well. But this is where Tesla lived out his final years. In two modest-sized rooms of a brand-new luxury hotel. Now, all things considered, choosing to live in the hotel makes sense to me, But it seems very expensive, doesn't it, for someone who has limited resources? Impractical, really, for such an intelligent man. But again, he wasn't as poor as we are led to believe. And we've already shown that the hotel had many benefits for Tesla. And with Westinghouse Electric supposedly picking up the tab, it all kind of makes sense. Because he had access to the hotel's vaults. And I'm sure the enormous power supply of the hotel was a huge draw for him, even if only because it was there. Then there's the underground. Underground, he had access to a tunnel system that ran beneath the New Yorker hotel, connecting it to the subway line, as well as giving underground access to four other nearby hotels, where Tesla is said to have stored some of his 80 trunks worth of research. At least that's what was gathered up. 80 trunks of Tesla's research were collected after his death. But after they were gathered up and shipped off to Belgrade, 20 of the trunks came up missing in the trip and have never been recovered. so just to recap so far what we've learned there are many reasons why the hotel would have been an attractive home for tesla and with westinghouse electric paying for his stay and expenses that explains how he afforded to live in a brand new luxury hotel we also learned that the new yorker had a huge dc power plant and that tesla would have had access to new york's underground tunnel system as well as connecting him to other places of interest underground And in the next part of this series, we will be exploring Tesla's life living at the New Yorker and seeing what clues to this theory lie and what we know of how he lived out his final years, as well as looking at what took place right after Tesla's death with his research and what involvement the FBI may have had in all of this. So thanks for watching and come back for part two next week right here on Conspiracy Theories and Chill from The Sean Yankee Show. inventor Nikola Tesla lived out his final years in two small rooms at the New Yorker Hotel from 1934 to 1943. And it is there that we are told that he died poor and alone. But was there more to Tesla's New Yorker story? Was the New Yorker nothing more than Tesla's chosen home? Or was it built specifically for him? Was the hotel itself Tesla's ultimate secret laboratory. In this series from conspiracy theories and chill, we are exploring the theory that Tesla's final years may have been spent carrying out secret experiments and research for the United States government using his own personal super laboratory disguised as a luxury hotel. And in part two of our series, we will be exploring the events of Tesla's life while he was living in the New Yorker hotel and what took place after his death, as well as what role the FBI may have had in all of this. Now, it is well known that Tesla suffered from financial troubles throughout his life. Because of this, Tesla had to move several times when he could no longer afford his surroundings. The Waldorf Astoria in New York had been Tesla's residence for 20 years, yet he had to move in 1920 when he could no longer afford to live there. Tesla then moved into the Hotel St. Regis, but again was forced to vacate due to lack of financial support. And finally, Tesla moved into the New Yorker in January of 1934 after reaching a settlement with his former employers, Westinghouse Electric, who agreed to pay Tesla a monthly consulting fee of $125 as well as pay his monthly rent expenses for life. Now, upon signing this agreement, Tesla moved into the New Yorker where he lived out the rest of his days rent-free. On an interesting side note, apparently Westinghouse Electric never did pay the hotel tab for Tesla's rooms. But this is how it is explained that Tesla could afford two rooms in a brand new luxury hotel. And it could also be true. But it's as likely that this retirement of sorts for Nikolai Tesla was arranged because of another deal or arrangement that he may have had with the government or other entity. Tesla would have had a very nice life living in the New Yorker Hotel, despite sleeping in a tiny apartment, basically. He would have had access to all of the hotel's features, such as a famous art collection, gourmet restaurants, and lounges for entertaining guests, ballrooms, and even its own barbershop and small hospital. In fact, every guest room had a telephone. The hotel maintained one of the largest private telephone exchanges to provide service, including 24-hour position switchboard, to every guest room. And every guest room also had a four-program channel radio. Tap ice water was available in every guest room, in addition to regular hot and cold running water, which was a luxury at the time. Every guest floor had a room clerk station connected to the lobby by telephone. Teleautograph and pneumatic tube systems. The hotel had everything he could need and want to live out his final days in comfort. But was there another draw for him to this specific hotel? I guess it could be many reasons in the end, but I have to say again that an enormous self-sustained on-site power plant had to be a pretty big draw for someone like Nikolai Tesla. Tesla's research never stopped. He spent most of his time researching and experimenting, filling trunks upon trunks with data and discoveries. And that's just what we know of. And even then, they tell us that 20 trunks are missing. But where do they even get these numbers from? Who knows if they're telling the truth? How often do they tell the truth? The FBI was watching Tesla very closely throughout his final years, And in Tesla's journals, he even speaks often of interacting with the feds that were placed in the hotel to monitor him. The feds wanted what was in his mind. During this time, for instance, Tesla claimed to have created inventions that could change warfare. In 1934, he described a particle beam weapon or death ray that could knock 10,000 enemy airplanes from the sky. And in 1935, at his 79th birthday party, Tesla said that he had also invented a pocket-sized oscillation device that could level the Empire State Building. When Tesla died on January 7, 1943, he had only the company of his pigeons and his obsessions. And then the FBI came for his research. After Tesla's death, there was a scramble by the United States government to find all of his papers, notes, and research before other foreign powers could find them. Tesla's nephew, Sava Kasanovich, reported that before the OAP had arrived, someone else had obviously gone through Tesla's belongings and took an unknown amount of personal notes and papers. It was known by the FBI that German intelligence had already spirited away with a sizable amount of Tesla's research several years before his death. This stolen material, it is thought, would eventually result in the development of the Nazi flying saucer the United States was going to make sure that that would not happen again. Anything even remotely associated with the great man was quickly confiscated and lost within the secret networks of pre-World War II America. More than a dozen boxes of Tesla's belongings that were left behind at hotels like the Waldorf Astoria, the Governor Clinton Hotel, and the St. Regis had been sold to salvagers to pay off Tesla's outstanding bills. Most of these boxes and the secrets they contained have never been found. In 1976, four undistinguished boxes of papers were auctioned in the estate of Michael Bournes. Little is known about Bournes except that he had been a bookseller in Manhattan. This auction took place in Newark, New Jersey, with the boxes and their contents being bought by Dave Alfrey for $25. Alfrey had no idea what was in the boxes when he bought them on a whim. And when he later went through them, he was surprised to find what appeared to be lab documents and personal notes of Nikolai Tesla. So some of the lost papers of Tesla had once again resurfaced. However, due to ignorance, most were lost. And much of the missing research from Tesla's files may have befallen similar fates. But I have a very strong feeling that everything of value was removed from what was in the end delivered to Belgrade. And the case of the missing research is one that will most likely never be resolved. It really is a shame that so much is possibly lost from this heist of information. How far ahead would humanity be, for instance, with Tesla's wireless free electricity? The closest Tesla came to this dream was Tesla's Wardenclyffe Tower, also known as the Tesla Tower, an early experimental wireless transmission station designed and built by Nikola Tesla on Long Island. Intended to transmit messages and even images across the Atlantic to England. He decided to scale up the project to implement his ideas of wireless power transmission. And when primary backer JP Morgan found out about this, he removed his backing. And the project ended up being abandoned in 1906. So the tower was said to have never become operational. And this was as close as Tesla came to realizing his goal of free wireless power And most think it was the end of that dream. But what if the government built Tesla his own Wardenclyffe Tower Super Lab to use on their behalf? What if the reason that the New Yorker had a power plant ten times larger than they'd ever need was because the New Yorker Hotel was hiding a deeper secret? Well, in the next episode of this series, we are going to go deeper into the New Yorker Hotel itself, beginning with its construction, and see if we can make any more discoveries as to whether Tesla may have been leading a double life working for the feds. Was the New Yorker hotel his secret warden cliff tower? We're going to get more into that next week, but thanks for watching and be sure to catch episode three in this series right here from conspiracy theories and chill on the Sean Yankee show. All right, guys, that was the video. That was part two. And I liked how that worked out with one going into two. But did you guys have any problems during that? Watching the video? Um, Something I'm noticing lately is a speed throttling thing where they'll speed it up and slow it down and speed it up and slow it down. I think they just don't want people to watch. I think that's what they're doing is that frustrating for you guys because on Sunday, we're doing a five-hour marathon. Now, we're not going to always be watching videos, but we're going to watch a few videos. And I don't know. Is that bothersome? Does it take away from the video for you? Thank you. I appreciate it. Part three is even better. I can't wait to show you that. I wish I wish I could just do it all right now, but I really need to make these last. I've been playing so many reruns for the past months because I've been so behind with the overtime at work and it just takes so much out of me and you know there's six shows a week. It's a lot to keep up with. But breaking this into series, this is really helping because it's smaller chunks and that way I can get something out to show you and I'm not trying to finish a 30 minute video. A lot of people like mustard. Mustard's really good. I like it a lot too. Bert didn't notice anything. Cool. Sweet. Um, It could be my Wi-Fi. Like, you know, because for the show, my computer that I'm doing the show on is hardwired in. But I was watching on my phone, which is using my Wi-Fi signal. And I've just been noticing it. If no one else is noticing it, then good. Awesome. Sweet. I'm glad to hear it's just on my end. I was worried. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now, Paul wants me to play part three and four at the event. I'm not done yet. I'm done, but I'm not done with the visuals. The video part takes me a minute. You know, I haven't recorded and all of that. I just need to finish them, put the polish on them and get them ready to look at. Right now, I, I could do them on a podcast. He thinks I'm ready. I'm not ready. Yeah, sometimes they'll do that, too. You know, I noticed that. And I got kicked three times during the video. Three. Kicked me out three different times. <sighs> it's frustrating. It's frustrating. But that's what we're dealing with. That's what we're dealing with. But I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about the conspiracy that we're living in. Um, since, you know... We do have our responsibilities as leaders and people that are aware of what's going on. And then I want to get into fun. Please promise me after we get reality out of the way, we will get back to fun. Whether that be talk about the video or any other conspiracy theory you want. I don't want to stay on this very long. But it's amazing to me. Amazing. Frightening, really. Deeply troubling how much they were able to accomplish with just fear. Is anybody else a little bit rattled by that? Because it's pretty wild to me that fear could accomplish so much. Especially when you consider the fact that there was never really anything to fear at all. But through their media and sponsored science, they convinced the masses that they should be afraid. And worked. They were too terrified to think, and they ignored all logic and did exactly as they were told. No matter how many times the main story changed, they never noticed it. At this point, they've admitted they created the shit, which also means they let it get out, whether intentional or on accident, knew about it, had an event to plan out how to best react to it, then told you, and then even then... Didn't really tell you the whole truth. Uh, Ended up doing a lot of damage because they didn't even tell you how to protect yourself against it. Because they didn't want you to do anything besides what they wanted. And now the very hero doctor that they push as a hero who created the virus is getting away with it because the people don't care. But they never do. And that is what those in power count on. Willfully ignorant, obedient slaves who will believe anything without question. And they walk around empowered in their stupidity stupidity by the mass media and in their stuff suit leaders that reinforce this ignorance. And for too long, we have allowed this to go on and been polite in the face of this idiocy. But that stops now. It must. If we continue to allow absurdity to dominate society, we truly will be doomed. You know, a lot of people say that all the time. It's too late, it's too late. Well, to save anybody, really, that's not already aware, maybe. I don't I still don't think it's too late for that, even, but we don't need to wake anybody else up. It's not too late. We don't have to let idiots drag us down. That's what we're doing. So these imbeciles will drag us all down with them if we allow it. So we can't and no one else will ever stop this but us and we accomplish this by becoming leaders in our communities in our local areas in our real lives speaking out raising awareness educating real people. Not on Facebook. Still do it on Facebook. Have at it. I do. Every night I do this show. Can't get out to nobody. It's very hard to be seen. You know? You hear her? Okay, I'm going to take care of that. Because I was afraid you could hear her. So I'm going to take care of that. My dog is throwing a fit. Because Babels went to buy a new car. So she's not here. And Bama's alone out there, so she's throwing a fit. I gotta go take care of that. I will be right back. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat She's a brat. She is. There was nothing wrong with her. She just doesn't like being alone. No, you weren't tripping, Ron. I was ignoring it. I was doing my best to ignore it because I was hoping you couldn't hear it. You know, the sound dampening stuff is supposed to do something about that. But I know if I can hear it, my mic's picking it up. I just was trying to ignore it for the sake of getting on, you know, and getting through with it. We're cutting out. I don't know. I was having problems too when I was watching. Yeah, Cosby's free. Brittany's still a slave. Cosby's free. Julian Assange is in prison. We're in the upside down, man. Evil runs this world. Pure evil. It wouldn't surprise me if they let Harvey Weinstein out of jail. Yeah, that was Bama Jane. So Bama Jane made an appearance in this episode. That dog you heard barking is my princess, Bama Jane. And she's a drama queen. Bert says, I think the Rona isn't real. And the lab leak adds is to add credibility. That the Rona is fake entirely. I've thought that too. I've I've, I've, uh, entertained that as well. Diane has a lightning storm going on. Joan has a storm in her area, too. I love storms. My mom had a tin roof, and I loved listening to the rain. Hotel Pennsylvania he lived in? Um, it's possible. He lived in a lot of hotels. I, I didn't know about that, about that one. I don't remember reading about Pennsylvania, but yeah. He lived in a lot of hotels. Fire is your treat, Ron. I love fire. I love looking at fire. I love looking at large bodies of water. I love looking at comments. And I love talking about conspiracy theories. So, whatever you guys want to get into, it's conspiracy theories and chill night. And we got plenty of time left. So, any conspiracy theories at all? How long, Tracy? How long? There's no real way to know, right? Cuz it's all kind of vague. But You're right, Hugh. I know it. I know it. And my phone gets messed with bad when this show is on, my phone doesn't even want to do shit. It's the only time. It makes no sense. Rose says there's another hotel here. Tesla lived in. Tesla lived in a lot of hotels, not just the New Yorker. I understand. We're talking about the last years of Tesla's life. Sandy says it's so hot and humid, and horizontal under a ceiling fan. I'm gonna go look at something else and talk about conspiracies. We can have fun. I don't mind having fun, but I'm gonna talk about conspiracy theories. So I'll I'll spend a little bit time talking about. Part one and two of the Tesla video. Um, this has been real difficult. I know I said that over and over and over again, but it has. It's been really hard to do. Uh, and I, I don't know that I believe this theory 100%. I don't know that. Uh, it's hard to say that I'm not somewhat convinced because I've spent so much time presenting it. So I've I've made a a convincing case for it. By the time you're done, you're going to be like, what? Maybe. If I did my job correctly, that's what we do. I always present the theory in a way that's friendly to the idea, to allow you to think for yourself. That's just the way we do it. So I make a good case for it, and it, it could be. It could be. I do know everything's a lie and that they did this. There was a lot of money lost in that hotel. You know, I just realized what I was about to tell you is from part three, but I'll go ahead and ruin it. There's just one thing. I won't give you nothing else. The The hotel cost twenty two and a half million dollars to build. They sold it. Later, much later, you know, that was in the 30s. Twenty-two and a half million dollars. They sold it in 1956, I think. I'm going from memory, but it was in the 50s for like, I don't remember offhand, but like 15 million. They lost 10 million on it, and then it got sold again a few years later, but only for like 20 million. It never, it, it never made back its money from 30 years before. Of how much it cost to build so there's something hidden in there whether it was a shit ton of money siphoned off the project something something is hidden in there you know it's not just the the oddity of having a huge power plant for instance that they don't need that thing could have powered downtown new york it was much more power than the hotel would ever need even at full occupancy Paul said, how many of those hotels Tesla lived in had its own power plant, right? Yeah. And and he he did travel back and forth between different hotels under underground. The the New Yorker and other hotels are connected. New York has an elaborate tunnel system, so he could go pretty much anywhere underground. He had storage at multiple hotels. I think so too. I, I, I really do. I, you know, I found a lot of things. This, this is one of the reasons why this video was so tough because you start looking at one thing with Nikolai Tesla, it takes you somewhere else. So I've got another theory I'm working on, but it pisses everyone off. And that is that we haven't been told the truth about Nikolai Tesla at all. But to imagine that maybe we were lied to about his final years. That's not ridiculous, I don't think, at all. I'm sure we're being lied to. From his own journals, he had a relationship with the feds that were watching him in the hotel. He talks about it. By name, names them. And one he speaks of a lot is John. You said Tucker Carlson told the world our government is watching us. Same thing Snowden said, but to a bigger audience. Really? Nice. I like him. I get he's just a stuffed suit like the rest of them, and you're supposed to like him. He's controlled opposition. You know, every once in a while, he'll say some cool shit or do some cool shit, but he pushes the narrative, you know. If ever forced to pick a side. He would side with his lucrative salary. You know, we all know where his loyalties really lie. And Sandy's right. She says Tesla was not a poor man. He wasn't. And his room was paid for. But I said this in part one and part two because I wanted to restate it. They never paid the tab. And I bet you that's true at every one of the damn hotels he stayed at. Because Rose right; and he stayed at multiple hotels. Mm-hmm. He loved a pigeon. He said, as a man loves a woman, there was a particular pigeon that Tesla was in love with. He did not have time for women, though. Aaron said, there's patents on gain of function pertaining to corholitis. I believe it's as real as the poison food and chemtrails and harp all designed to manipulate and control the weather as well as stimulate desire responses from humans. You know, Jason Alborn, my, my, my part, my buddy and former partner from Yankee and the Aussie, he was talking about how this was just a, a test, a compliance test. You know, that's interesting. I can't shoot that down. You know, they did say we were in a live drill and. They did know about this. Matter of fact, in Fauci's emails, he gives the damn recipe. He knows exactly what this is. He was funding the research to make it. They had an event, Event 201, to plan out the best response to it. They knew it wasn't dangerous, like they were saying. I think they wanted to see how much they could sell it. And I think it went phenomenal. A lot of people think this didn't go well for them. But I think it went great. I think they got everything they wanted out of this. I think Jason's right. I think it was a compliance experiment to see what we go along with. And the next time they drop the hammer, it's going to be brutal. Jessica says she doesn't have any personal thoughts about the subject. Just curious about John Trump john trump um has an interesting story but was brought in to investigate tesla's research to see what was of value but in tesla's journals he speaks often of a john paul says he lived right down the hallway And Tesla screwed over a lot of people. Paul says that Tesla screwed over the government during the Philadelphia project. He also, with the Wardenclyffe Tower, screwed over... Who was the investor on that? I forget exactly. I want to say J.P. Morgan, but I don't know that that's right. Anyways, the investor on that was wanting him to design a device that could send radio signals over long distances and even send images. And in addition to that, Tesla added on the wireless electricity. And then that became the main focus of the project. I'm not sure if it still did the other thing. It might have. But he would tack on his own shit to things people wanted him to do. You know, I should trust my memory more often. I really doubt it more often than I should. My memory is all right. Aaron says, this is an exercise to determine if the MKUltra has been working. The agenda has bullet point deadlines. Yeah, and this is not supposed to end for a while. You know, they talk about the new normal, the new normal all the time. We're not heading for that. Have you guys heard of this? The High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program? This is interesting, and I'm going to add this to a poll. The... This is thought to maybe have brought down the Challenger. But this is like a harp. A little different. And people think there's maybe some mind control frequencies being delivered from here. And that it has other capabilities as well. So it's interesting. And I want to get into that at some point. But let me know anything you guys want to talk about. Anything at all. I don't know that he had a teleportation machine. He talked about things like that. And in the Philadelphia experiment, they weren't trying to teleport the ship. That's what he ended up doing. But they were trying to make it disappear. He sent it through time. You know, Tesla's also a great 80s band. They have a fantastic song about Nikolai Tesla called Edison's Medicine. Great. Oh, they got shit that would blow our mind. Ron said they got lasers. they got shit that would blow our mind. shit that would look like literal magic. It's unreal. Michael Anjoy says he was reading about the Spanish flu and it was talking about a professor Gates or a Dr. Gates. I wonder if it's the same Gates bloodline. Need to do a little more reading. That is interesting. Was that their savior? Dr. Gates? You know, I don't even know if this is a joke. Aaron says sharks with lasers on their heads. It sounds like something a supervillain would do in a Bond movie. That's coming soon. Tracy said the great deception's coming and lots are going to be fooled. We're not that far out. That's one of their final cards. You know, they, they put everything in plain sight. You guys ever seen this? The Illuminati card game? All the cards have played out but a few. And that is one of them. And I'm just saying. It could be hundreds of coincidences lining up, or there could be something to it. Prepare for the worst. Hope for the best. Paul said they paid him to make the Eldridge disappear from radar. This is a Philadelphia experiment. He took their money and sent the Eldridge and her crew into the fourth dimension until 1981, when it reappeared off the Montauk Harbor. Oh, yeah, that's what we're coming to. That's the that. What do you what do you think? I I was going to ask that a a minute ago when she brought that up. But the great deception, do you think it will be the alien reveal? They're going to reveal these aliens. They're going to have full disclosure coming up soon. They've been flirting with it for a long time. It's coming. And they're going to do some neat shit with CGI. You're right, Tracy. Rose says if the government wanted, they could shoot any one of us with lasers, no matter if we're underground, they could find you. That's true. I'm trying to learn more about the word. Michael N. Joy says he just believes in the Bible, what the Bible says. I'm trying to learn the word. Um, study it. I don't know if you ever learn it, but I'm going to study it. I noticed it's very triggering. People get very upset by it. But if something upsets you, I've always thought you need to look inside yourself figure out why. You know, like yesterday, I just gave some Bible verses in the motivational speech that I thought were motivational. People were triggered to shit. I don't understand that. I really don't. But I've never been that way. You know, it's just... And I've worked on it. It does take effort. To stop yourself when things do make you react a certain way. Because if you look, though, you're going to find it's in you most of the time. Sometimes people are being a dick and they deserve a reaction. But a lot of times it's in you. You think it'll be the Antichrist, the Great Deception? That's another good topic it could be. Instead of like uh, an alien invasion and fooling the public with that. It could be fooling the public with the Antichrist. I don't know what, what do you think they're referring to, Lee, with the great deception? Oh, it'll never stop. It'll never stop. That's what they practice in. Deceit and misdirection. They're magicians. What did Riley say? Wasn't it Riley? Who said this? Magicians with empty hands. Who said that? It was recently on the show. It was Ty. Ty, sorry, I miscredited that quote. It was Ty George. Magicians with empty hands—that's what they are. Michael and Joyce said I'll be bringing in the fake return of Christ soon when all of this fails and doesn't work out or go their way, and is failing. That's optimistic, something positive to end on, you know. Their narrative's falling apart. We, we have the least trustworthy media in the world. That's official now. We're number one. We're the best at being the worst. Hugh says in the rapture, keep in mind the tears are taken away and burned first. What's a tear? Lee's been dropping some real good words on me. Lee's better than Water Day toilet paper. Jessica says our entire existence, she probably means the way it's presented to us is the Great Deception. Everything's bullshit. She's right about that. Alien invasion. That's going to be Project Bluebeam. There is no alien invasion. The aliens, are they've been here all along. They're here right now. They live among us. They walk among us. They've told you this. But they will make it look like there is one. They'll convince people. That's why sometimes I think that's the great de- deception, because it's going to be pretty epic. But we're being deceived in so many ways, it could be just about anything. Absolutely. That's that's these aliens they're going to show you. These interdimensional beings, that's what they really are. Michael and Joyce says, Ezekiel 13, 1 through 20 lets you know that they're trying to deceive us. Try reading it. It's a beautiful piece. It lets you know that there is no rapture and that anybody who teaches the children to fly away will burn with the devil. Read it. I will. I will check that out, sir. So, yeah, we talked about this already. We talked about Donald Rumsfeld. I wanted to make sure we talked about that. So, yeah, he's burning in hell now, which is comforting to me. Although, I don't know if I believe that. And, and I'm pretty sure, again, I'm still learning, but I'm pretty sure the Bible doesn't directly speak of the hell. Is that rightly? I'm not sure if that's true. But I heard that. I heard that late night from a preacher on TV know what that's worth. So I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, Allison Mack, that Smallville actress, got a fucking slap on the wrist. This was the number two in command for a sex cult. A sex ring operation. Remember all that? The story? She got three years. Three years. That's some slap on the wrist. Punch in the face to the public. Bullshit into these victims. That's horrible. But again, anything you guys want to get into, we got time. We got plenty of time. We're going to be hanging out for just a little while longer. Because, like I said, Babels is out buying a brand new car. Not a brand new car. I wish. We never had a brand new vehicle. Uh, but it's it's pretty new and it's like uh, got a lot of stuff rebuilt on it and should be a good deal it was a smart SMRT like a whip so she knows what she's doing she's out getting a vehicle and I got a little time so we're gonna hang out I've been waiting all day for this to watch that video with you guys and hang out but I'm looking to see what you guys are talking about. I noticed something. When I come into Facebook, there are more comments than what I'm seeing. That's very interesting to me. Ron has asked about this. He keeps asking this question about the box and the prestige. And um, I don't know. I don't know that I have seen that movie. I think I saw about 10 minutes of it. While I was on break, at, when I worked at a truck stop, it was playing in the, in the truck stop lounge, and I saw about 10 minutes of it, but I don't know what this box is, but if anybody does know, he's wondering if, if Tesla, because if that character is based on Nikolai Tesla from that movie, if Tesla had this box. All right. So I have Ezekiel pulled up. I was trying to find the comment, but let's read it. Let's read from this. Let me find this again in here in Streamyard. yard. Ezekiel 13, 1 through 20. All right. You, you guys want to hear this? Like I said, we got a little bit of time. Let's hear it. What do you say? Sandy says, thanks, for, thanks so much for all that you do. Everyone gathers here and it's comforting. I wish I could give monetary gifts, but in the past year of not having a job to do COVID bullshit and then an illness, I can't contribute. Otherwise, I would. Value to as much as everyone here, worth more than any money can buy. Thank you. That means the world to me. And Paul makes an excellent point. Paul makes an excellent point. I have five tickets I need to give away. And that comment moved me. And if Ron doesn't disagree, and I don't think he will, I think Sandy needs to come to our event. Would you like to come? If you would like to come, I would like you to be there. And I have five tickets I need to give out. Let me say, you want to come to the event? You know, you, you, you will have time to watch it, even if you're busy on the 4th. Don't you worry. It's going to stay there, and you'll be able to watch it at your own leisure. But it's going to be, well, let me show you. Let me just show you the commercial, and you let me know. If you're interested, it's yours. On the 4th of July, there will be celebrations, barbecues, fireworks, and a marathon of the best episodes of Conspiracy Theories and Chill. That's right, on the 4th of July, Sean and the VIPs are gathering to raise money for the show and enjoy a great time in a private exclusive event. There will be special guests, games, prizes, and much more. But you gotta buy a ticket in order to attend this private event. So don't miss out. Get your tickets today for the Conspiracy Theories and Chill July 4th Marathon Fundraiser Extravaganza. Alright, let me see here. I'm not kidding at all. So you... I take that as a yes, so I will message you, and I'm going to get you one of these tickets and get you into the event, so you are in, that is right, and Ron, you're in already, you're in, brother, don't you think I forgot you, you're in, it's five, five tickets is what you paid for, you were already in, brother, so don't you worry about that, (laughs) <laughs> white people that's a white person barbecue didn't you notice the whole thing was white people it was it was frilly little drinks and hot dogs on the grill it was a weak ass barbecue because that's not why i'm pushing i'm not pushing the fourth of july i'm pushing the conspiracy theories and chill marathon But anyone else interested, I have four more left. I have four more tickets left. Anyone else interested? I got my eye on one person. There is one person I want to give it to. But I'll I will wait and see what happens. We'll see. Because I don't want to cheat, you know, and 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 sneak in. Because I want to involve us all in this. But we're going to give these other four away. I just want to make sure I'm going to give them to somebody that actually wants to come and is going to enjoy themselves. Burt Cook's brisket. That sounds good. Was anybody interested in hearing the Ezekiel? What what Michael wanted me to read? Because I'm going to read it. So if you're not interested, if it will bother you, because we're just reading it. I mean, I'm curious to see what it's talking about come back in like 10 minutes. It shouldn't take longer than that. It's one through 20, right? So here we go. I'll do my best not to mess up. Usually I have my editor to make it sound like I don't make mistakes, but here we go. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man, prophecy against the prophets of Israel who are now prophesying. Say to those who prophesy out of their own imagination, Hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says Woe to the foolish prophets who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. Your prophets, Israel, are like jackals among ruins. You have not gone up to the breaches in the wall to repair it for the people of Israel so that it will stand firm in the battle on this day of the Lord. Their visions are false. And their divinations a lie even though the lord has not sent them they say the lord declares and expect him to fulfill their words have you not seen false visions and uttered lying divinations when you say the lord declares though i have not spoken therefore this is what the sovereign lord says because of your false words and lying visions i am against you declares the sovereign lord My hand will be against the prophets who see false visions and utter lying divinations. They will not belong to the council of my people or be listed in the records of Israel, nor will they enter the land of Israel. Then you will know I am the sovereign Lord because they lead my people astray, saying peace when there is no peace. And because when a flimsy wall is built, they cover it with whitewash. Therefore tell those who cover it with whitewash that it is going to fall rain will come in torrents and I will send hailstorms hailstones hurtling down and violent winds will burst forth when the wall collapses will people not ask you where is the whitewash you covered it with therefore this is what the sovereign lord says in my wrath I will unleash a violent wind and in my anger hailstorm I'm having trouble with that word. Hailstones and torrents of rain will fall with destructive fury. I will tear down the wall you have covered with whitewash and will level it to the ground so that its foundation will be laid bare. When it falls, you will be destroyed in it and you will know that I am the Lord. So I will pour out my wrath against the wall and against those who covered it with whitewash. I will say to you, the wall is gone. And so are those who whitewashed it, those prophets of Israel who prophesied to Jerusalem and saw visions of peace for her when there was no peace, declares the sovereign Lord. Now, son of man, set your face against the daughters of your people who prophesy out of their own imagination, prophecy against them, and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Woe to the women who sew magic charms on all their wrists and make veils of various links for their heads in order to ensnare people you will will you ensnare the lives of my people, but preserve your own. You have profaned me among my people for a few handfuls of barley and scraps of bread by lying to my people. who Listen to lies. You have killed those who should not have died and have spared those who should not live. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I'm against your magic charms with which you ensnare people like birds and I will tear them from your arms. I will set free the people that you ensnare like birds. I will tear off your veils and save my people from your hands, and they will no longer fall prey to your power. Then you will know I am the Lord because you disheartened the righteous with your lies when I have brought them no grief and because you encouraged the wicked not to turn from their evil ways and and so save their lives, therefore, You will no longer see false visions or practice divination. I will save my people from your hands, and then you will know that I am the Lord. I read a little bit further than he said to read, but see, I didn't get it. It's beautiful. I need to read it a couple times. I did. I read it. Aaron, you're in too. Matter of fact, let me just go ahead and make this clearer so everybody understands. The VIP peeps group that I made today for supporters of the show, if you're in that group, you're in the event. You don't even need a ticket because that's where it's going to be. That's where every private event will be. So if you got an invitation to the VIPs group, you are in the event. That's the same thing as a ticket. And this group that we're making with the supporters of the show is going to stay up and it's going to stay a private group where you can feel free to interact with the other VIPs, the other supporters of the show. And when I say a supporter of the show, that's if you've ever supported the show. You know, and there's all kinds of levels of support. So maybe that's how we give out these other four tickets. Maybe we give these out to real, true supporters of the show that support us in the free ways that there are to support the show. How about that? But if you are in VIPs, you are at the event already. That's where the event's going to be. Ron says, do two more tickets tomorrow and two on Friday to bring in some that might not be here now. Good idea. I like that. So we'll announce two more tomorrow and we'll announce the final two that are coming for free on Friday. That's how we'll do it. Oh, was Ron unhappy with the Bible reading? It was a little longer than I thought it was going to be, but I thought it was pretty. I didn't mess up very many times either. I was proud of that. And if you weren't, I'm sorry, Ron. I do whatever I want with the comments. I don't always understand what you guys are talking about. Sometimes you're talking to each other and it's confusing. Um, dude I just looked it up I just looked it up I wanted to get the gist of it I understand there's differences I know there's so much i I just got that off the internet it was the first search I don't have it's not it was not from my Bible because I don't own one you gotta tell me which one I need to be reading from then I don't I don't know I figured you did. I figured you did. Because you always say I'm like Bob Ross. like a soothing voice like Bob Ross. I put Babels to sleep. you hey, how you doing? Nissa's here. I'm happy to see you. Got your room cleaned up? That's good. It puts Babels out like a light. Puts her straight out. But yeah, I'm excited. So she's going to get a blazer. I don't, I don't know what year it is. I'm not sure. It's used, but it's our uh, brother-in-law. He's rebuilt uh, everything that was wrong with it, and and it repaired the four the four by four, whatever the hell, four wheel drive. Repaired that on the vehicle, and uh, it's ready. He says so. Babel's wants it. Babel's going to get it. She's going to live her dreams. This is what she wants. So she's been saving for a long time. I'm happy for her. So this will be her new car. Rosa says, say a prayer for her family on the 4th during the big event. Definitely going to need it. Even if I can't see it or be part of the event. Thank you. Oh, we will. Let we'll me be looking out for you and maybe you'll be there. We got four more tickets to give out. Michael says that vibe we're reading out has a whole bunch of changed pieces in it. It was a search on the internet. It's one not Bible. It was a section. It, it had that section. And it could have been edited. I really don't know. I didn't know I needed to be specific. Can we not get the gist from what I just read? And then why do they do that? If you can't, if we can't get the gist from what I read, the gist, the idea I'm not saying it's exact. The idea. Why are there so many different versions? Is that to deceive? To further deceive? Because you know, I never learned the Bible for a specific reason. I always felt like it was doctored. I always felt like they're all changed Bibles. I used to think it was like that game telephone you play in school. Where you say something on one side of the room. By the time it gets to the other side of the room, it's something completely different. That's why I never, ever learned it. Tracy says King James is his go-to, but what's the difference? What's wrong with the other ones? I'm sorry. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to move on. I apologize. I thought we could get the gist from the section. I won't do it again. Hey, Ron, it's hard to really know the true word. I agree with you. And I don't think it's important. That's why I never really see it through. You know, I'll start to look into it and then I'll be like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how important it is to learn this. And I feel like it's been manipulated by man. I feel like even the Bible verse you think is the gospel truth has been fucked with, sir. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It's up to interpretation, even if it hasn't. So it really doesn't matter. And I thought we could get the gist. I was just trying to do something nice. I didn't need to do it. Um, You know, Elon Musk's satellite internet service is launching and will be available globally in August. I didn't even know that he was so close to launching this. This dude is going to be unbelievably rich. This explains why Tesla stock has been through the roof and why he's all over the media being portrayed as some kind of Nikolai Tesla type figure when he's not, he's not. How did he get so much power and influence and wealth and and, 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 so many things just lining up for him. He's also going to the fucking moon. I mean, he ain't going to no moon, but he, he's getting the money for it and there'll be further contracts with that too. Lucrative shit. He's getting paid in the shade, man. But what do y'all think? Do you know anything about this? His, his global internet, satellite internet this day is ready to go that's pretty wild and then something else I wanted to talk about just because I thought this was interesting I was looking through and uh, looking stuff up today and I'm going to say this wrong I mess up medicine names all the time but avert mectin and <laughs> when you google search it which, don't use Google. It's bullshit. i tell you to use DuckDuckGo, but I'm starting to think it's kind of bullshit. Is there a great one? Because DuckDuckGo is starting to give me bullshit results. Like Google does. It's starting to have to really dig deep in even DuckDuckGo results. But the top, like, 50 results on Google tell you that avert medicine or avert mectin is dangerous. Don't use it to treat COVID-19. But you find all kinds of articles talking about how it is useful in treating COVID-19. Again, why, what, what for? Are they trying to kill people? We know the answer to that. Jessica said she's talking about demonology. I don't know what that's in reference to. Paul says Elon was sending out hundreds of satellites. Yeah, he's got a global internet ready to launch in August. Is that right? King James has a satanic Bible as well? Huh. Aaron reads from a student Bible. Zondervan is the brand, but I'd say if you can read and retain a positive message, then his works have prevailed though any edit, through any edit or rewrite. Agreed. Hugh says the word hasn't changed. Don't buy that for a minute. If the adversary can get you to doubt one part, it can get you to doubt it all. False teachings. Hmm. I don't know a lot about the details and the complexities of the word. I don't. I never base my faith in that way. I've always based it more on a feeling and just what feels right and what feels true to me. You know, I've always identified closest with Christians, but I don't know that that's what I am. Wally, what does seahorses mean? Tell me what seahorses means. I don't know what that is. I like it. I like when you say that, but I don't understand it. King James wrote a book about demonology, Jessica says. Correction. That's interesting. I'm going to look that up. The same King James. I thought I I saw that on a meme, but I wasn't sure it was accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Right on. So, yeah. You know. Who knows? You said he likes the Book of Enoch. I do too. I need to finish that. I was doing an audio version of it, but it didn't get a lot of views. I mean, it didn't break 100, but I still need to complete it. And that could be why, because it's not the full set. Maybe people are waiting. That's what it is. They're waiting to hear all three parts. Enoch's great, though. Yeah, Seahorses. That's something Lolly says. I don't know what it means. Hey, we're in fun time anyway now. We can talk about anything we want. We can just have fun and hang out. Like I said, I'm waiting on Babels. Um, Now I lost my train of thought. What was it? What was I going to say? I don't know. It's gone. You have 10 different Bibles right on, you know, a Bible I would like to get my hands on a Mason Bible, a Masonic Bible. I would like to see one of those for myself. I watched a video on YouTube of someone going through a Masonic Bible and looking through one, but I want to hold one in my hand, you know, I don't believe everything and no one should that you see on YouTube. You know, it's funny how many people think that shit. You know, there's people that mock me, people that I thought were my friends that mock me and don't respect me because I believe in conspiracy theories, because I entertain conspiracy theories. You're the idiot. You have the problem. If you don't understand that people conspire and rich people conspire and powerful people conspire to keep that power and control. If you don't understand that basic elementary kindergarten concept, that this control has been going on for thousands of years, you can trace it back. It's simple. All you got to do is follow the money. You can follow everything back to who really controls everything and they've always controlled it. They play both sides of every war and every conflict. They benefit from everything no matter what happens. No matter what goes wrong in society, they always benefit. They never lose. You're the idiot. I'm doing you a favor showing you respect. I pity you. You don't think for yourself. You're not capable of it. You're brainwashed to a level that is incomprehensible why can I still respect you I don't know I don't know but sometimes you put yourself out there man you you give people more than they deserve a lot of these people that mock me they say they're my friends. That's not what friends do. You know what I mean? That's not what friends do. That's not what friends are about. So these people that don't believe in conspiracies, they're the idiots. They're the ones in the wrong. They're the reason why people get away with this shit. They're the reason why people are still being hurt and harmed and misinformed about what's going on right now. They feed this shit. They support it. They're like the Mr. Smiths in the Matrix movies. Diane said I should be able to find it on Barnes & Noble or Amazon. I have been told that you can only get it from an actual mason, and it is supposed to be destroyed upon your death. And that doesn't mean there hasn't been some that have gotten out. Sandy says she's quitting cigarettes. That's hard. That's tough. She's on the last step of a nicotine replacement. Daily now for 14 days. Oh, it's awful. She says withdrawal's awful, depressing in hell. It is terrible. Cigarettes are Terrible. I'm not for government control and government stepping in and Big Brother and all that shit. But if we were going to make something illegal, we're going to talk about what needs to be illegal. It's fucking cigarettes and tobacco. It's useless. And it, all it does is feeds back into the addiction that it caused. It doesn't do anything. Maybe it sues you a little bit, but it does much more harm than good. Conform, confuse, control, contracts, devil, lived, evil, live. I love that word shit. I love that. Mitchell, I love that. That is my jam. I'm trying to get more into that too. The meaning behind words and things like that. They play with that shit. It's called spelling for a reason. So, dude, I love that shit, Mitchell. I want to understand that stuff. Yep, you know, Jesus was a Jew. All right. Well, I am going to go check and uh, make sure Babes is okay. She's getting that new vehicle. And I, I want to call over there and make sure. She's been gone a little longer than I thought she would be. But make sure you come back tomorrow night. And don't forget, coming up Friday night. Smith on Friday. Make sure you come back for that. You guys have a great night. I really enjoyed hanging out with you and I'll see you tomorrow night. Enjoy the rest of your evening.